The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. We're back. Brian's asleep. I'm not. I'm just, I'm so fucking annoyed with Yahoo already. I, so I created in our Lions NFL, like I'm in Yahoo. Mm -hmm. I have the same email, but somehow I I'm in leagues in my phone, but it's not when I log into Yahoo online, it's not. And apparently I have two different entries. One is uh, Mises Caucasaurus, which is my NFL one but it's not showing my college one in here at all. You must, you must have two Yahoo accounts or it didn't go through when you created it. No, it did. I got it on my phone. <sighs> I don't know. Man. This is so Yahoo's well, the worst, man. It's if the you're worst. wondering what we're talking about and what this show is, this is degenerate gamblers. So this is a bonus show for the Lions of Little Liberty podcast, Liberty, 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 I can't talk today, that we are bringing to you in our public feed uh, because we love you and uh, because we want you to join the pride. So this show is something that we will do, myself, Brian, and Rico, who has been raptured. I don't know what happened to him. We were texting with him, said he was coming, and now just no response. So he might pop in here hopefully at some point, but he'll be with us every week from here on forward. Where What do we do on Degenerate Gamblers? We tell stories we talk about weird stuff and uh, of course we talk about our our bets on uh football college and uh, nfl football and this year instead of doing we used to do in the past these spreadsheets we would manage and do competitions within the pride too much too much effort for not enough uh benefit this year we actually signed up for a yahoo pick'em league we have an nfl one and a uh, a college one which if you're in the pride you can access you can pitch in $10 into the pot, and the best records at the end of the year will win that loot. And that is why Brian is slowly wasting away being killed by Yahoo. Yeah, I am. It's I'm so angry about it. Uh, I, so I already put in all my picks, and now I have to redo them. It's just ruining everything for me. But what are you going to do? Well, wait, before we get into picks, by the way, I wanted to, well, number one, let's give Toad his due. Toad from Tower Gang won last year and the year before. And in fact, we owe him two t-shirts. Um, so he has to tell us what he wants, though. I can't send him a t-shirt. He doesn't tell me what t-shirt yeah. he wants. Um, I, do we have our new and t-shirts give, up in the store? People give Toad shit. There was some uh, some tweet that got, um, I guess, towered, I guess, or whatever the, the word is, where he was talking about how, success, how successful he is with his betting and he's won you know, so much amount of money over so many years. I forget what it was. It's not important. But the point is, he actually is pretty good at gambling. So <laughs> yeah. good for you, I mean, too. Uh, me, too. I won last year, I think, you know, and I don't I don't bet tens of thousands. You know, my one buddy does. And I told you he won $40,000 on the Super Bowl two years ago. But uh, I won last year. I cleared something like $1,500. Uh, based, and I, I bet, not bad, uh, yeah. I started the year 200 and I ended the year with 1500 and I did roughly the same the year before that. So I'm, I would say successful at gambling. Um, but one thing I was thinking you're about talking about real, real gambling. You're not talking real about money. our intern. Yeah, real money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure money. last year in the DG league, which you know we had the spreadsheets for pretty sure I beat you and Rico again for like the third year in a row. Yeah, you did. I made a yeah. comeback late, but yeah, I was, I had a rough middle of the season. Well, it's also, I have to resist the temptation. It's always when the year starts, it's resisting the temptation because you're so jazzed up 
you're like, football's back. I can't wait. And you yeah. throw a bunch of money on stupid games and you lose all of them because you don't know what the fuck's going on. And there's always a billion upsets and like crazy shit. So resisting the demon of betting on early early season, mm-hmm. that's the challenge. Yeah, no, that's that's the hard part. And just looking through, like we're not going to talk about this week's games yet, but like I, I haven't really, you know, sat down and done research and looked into these teams you got teams playing each other. Obviously, it's all mostly all out of conference, but this is some of these spreads are just insane. And it's like yeah. I, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to it's hard to take an underdog in a game like this when you have no idea about either team, really. I mean, you know, you know tidbits, but like outside the Big Ten at this point, I really know well the Big Ten and SEC. I know a little bit a little bit about the top echelon of the SEC, but um you start talking like Big Twelve football. I I mean I don't know who's good. Yeah. Like Pac Pac Ten. I know I know Oregon's supposed to be pretty good this year. They're pretty solid. Um, you know, a couple uh, people have picked them to make the playoff. A couple people have picked Penn State to make the playoff. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I I do think Penn State's going to be good this year. I will probably make a bet on Penn State to cover. I think the spread's twenty and a half right now, which is to me good. If it's under three touchdowns, I like it. But yeah, otherwise, I don't know, man. And by the way, is Deion Sanders coaching at Colorado? I think so, right? Yeah, so Deion Sanders, um, coaching at Colorado, he came in, he came from Jackson State, which is a, uh, I forget what the historical well, it's black a, college. It's historical black, black college, but what's the... I've been there. The, the league is, Did you know that? The league you isn't only there. historical black colleges, is it? I forget what league they play. There was the lower lower tier. It's um, like, yeah, it's like Division Two. It's not the same. It's not quite as good yeah. as, uh, yeah, the big leagues. But he was able to recruit like some, you know, five-star players to uh, to Jackson State, and he brought them with him to Colorado. One being his son, who's their quarterback. Uh, I think his name Shea Deer or Shea Door Sanders, supposed to be pretty good. <laughs> and uh, people have been going there, and he's been, you know, they have the the NIL now, and I guess there's some, you know, some rich uh, rich uh, boosters out there in Colorado that have been backing some of these people coming in. But they've had like a hundred percent roster turnover. Um, so who knows how they'll be? Deion Sanders. Also, is missing a big toe on what foot? One foot. He's at all kinds of like blood clot issues. What? I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know. Tur- is that what, for but... turf toe from his playing days? Is this like? It... Wow, that's weird. I don't know. He he like can't. <laughs> he can hardly walk now. If you see him, it's kind well, of well. You know, he's probably yeah. aggressively coaching. He's like, I'm gonna break my foot off in your ass, and then he did it one time, and he's like, Ah, I left a toe up there. <laughs> that's that's not a bad joke. It's not your worst. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to take Colorado to cover the spread this week. They, they are playing TCU, um, who was decent, but I think that what they lose their quarterback. I think so. Anyway, I'm betting on Dion. But before we do that, one thing, yeah, we'd like to talk about random shit on this show too. And speaking mm-hmm. of shits, I am alone. Sandy, my wife left town, so I had the, both girls this morning. I'm trying to get them out the door, and one's like real little. Of course, the baby wakes up at 5:45 in the morning with a, a shit-filled diaper. And we have a diaper drawer, which my wife had used the last diaper up, didn't replace it. So I'm like, it's like in the dark. I'm trying to get this shit baby out of, you know, cleaned up. And there's no diapers anywhere within reach. So I'm just like holding her up, you know, like by her feet, like doctors do when they're giving birth, trying to get this thing. But then later I got to take a dump and my toddler can be left alone. But, you know, like the kid 
I just got to bring her in the bathroom with me. Is that like a, have you used that classic dad move, Odie, where you just bring him in the bathroom and dump some toys on the floor and just take a deuce in front of your, your baby? Cause that's, that's my move that I've had to do a couple of times. Trying to, I mean, I'm trying to think back. It's been a long time since I had a little baby. So you're like, you're still taking deuces in front of your you know seven year old. I'm sure. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think I would just like leave the door open and, uh, you know, a kid can't get in that much trouble in 10 minutes. So if you hear screaming, you do a quick I wipe mean, and you get up. But I figure yeah, usually that's the case. Oh, Rico thought the show's at one thirty Pacific time. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, well, Eastern time. Oh, well, Rico misses the show. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I used to use that in my old house because I could leave the door open. But now when you got the little baby, now she's mobile. She can get into stuff. She can eat crap, put it in her mouth. Like if she's in her tight chair, I can do it. But she was roaming around. So now I have to have her in visual perspective. You know? Yeah, I guess I guess there is the part of it, too. Like she's I mean, your baby's little, but in a couple years, you know, she's going to be getting potty trained. So that's part of it. Like you, you want to show the kid like, hey, this is where we poop. Yeah. In this thing. So this is where I'm going to poop. So you poop here. Yeah. Well, it's you know what's annoying is my older daughter now, she likes to take dumps in our bathroom. Like she like she's like, time to take time for turns. And she's like, Well, come all we have a it, we're on the second floor of this rail house. She will walk up the stairs. She's like, gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. And then I walk in and she's just left a fat turd in the toilet. And I'm like, yeah. We have two other bath. You have a you have a bathroom. You have a bathroom next to your bedroom. Why are you crapping? <laughs> in my bathroom now all the time i think it's just that and they never flush they never flush no no i walked in there there's just a big fat shit well i think she leaves it because she's proud of it which i appreciate as a father (laughs) she's like you gotta see it anyway all right well on to our picks knowing now that rico will uh not be joining us so yeah and i'll just i'll just say again okay yeah go ahead I would say before we started the picks, so if you are a you know football fan, you like watching games, and you're not in the pride, just join the pride. You can join at five dollars a month, get into get into the leagues. If you are in the pride, all you got to do is I think I posted, I did post in the uh, the Facebook group, and I'll send another email out with the uh, with the information. But you can join the league and get in on this uh, this goodness. A little little distraction from. Uh, you know, the madness of the world. And people say sports are bread and circuses, but I don't really care. I enjoy it. No. So if it is a if it is a bread and circus, though, I, I really don't buy that argument because politics has seeped so much into sports that it's barely even a distraction anymore. You got to deal with so much bullshit. And ESPN arguably arguably is the you know most woke um oh yeah broadcasting company out of anything in their sports sports broadcast. So Amen to that. They are terrible. I, I I can't remember if I said it on the uh, the podcast, and I think I did. You see, Jamil Hill was like saying it was racism. Some black oh, chick God. pretended to kidnap herself and then got in trouble, as he should, for wasting everybody's time and money. Uh, you know, research of you know, the cops worrying, where's this girl? And then it's a, a fucking hoax. And Jamil Hill is like, she would not be getting this amount of criticism and punishment if she was not black. And you're like, in, in what world? In what fucking world does being black have to do? You kidnapped yourself, and yet somehow race has to do it. Just ridiculous. Yeah, fuck you, Yeah, she also, 
I don't know. I don't follow her. I don't know why she's always showing up on my Twitter, but she also retweeted one of Nikki Haley's tweets to Nikki Haley. I can't stand Nikki Haley. I don't like her, but she tweeted out, you know, something about uh, Kamala Harris saying like, do you really want, you know, this person to be president and posted like some video of her looking like an idiot. And Jamel Hill is like, Oh, is this kind of open racism? How is this even acceptable in 2023? It's like, what are you talking about? Like, this has nothing to do with racism. Kamala Harris is just total moron. And I mean, exactly. it's nothing to do with her skin color. And she's not even black. She's most she like Indian yeah, or something. She's, she's I don't like, even know. She's, yeah, Indian. Well, Jamaican and Indian or something like that, I think is the blend. Mm-hmm. But she's not uh, African American, as you say. Right. So, anyway, now that's out of the way. Let's get into some uh, some picks. You want to start it off? I guess, like, pick. We have a long list here. So, if you just want to pick like five or six to talk yeah. through. I'll do, do I'll that. do five I'll do five games. Okay, so uh I'm going to go first of all, I think Miami, Florida. I like Miami over Miami of Ohio, which is where our fraternity was founded. Um <laughs> if I kept all shout it out. So Miami, Florida, they're coming off a decent season. 17 point spread seems pretty good. They're at home. So I think they'll come out firing and want to make a, a good early season statement. I like as well, uh, actually, I like East Carolina, who last season actually had an underratedly good season versus Michigan. Now, Michigan is at home. Uh, it's a 36 and a half point spread, but uh, Harbaugh is, wait, no, is it is Michigan Harbaugh suspended or is Ravens Harbaugh suspended? Both. No, I think Michigan's Harbaugh is suspended. <laughs> right, Michigan. Yeah. So, so yeah. With, that's what I'm thinking. With Michigan Harbaugh suspended, East Carolina can come in, take advantage of that, you know, kind of shittiness of him not being on the sideline and cover that spread. So I'll take them. I like, uh, let's see, I like Tennessee versus Virginia, 28-point spread. Tennessee really, I think, is going to be better than their 12 ranking. That's a solid bet. As I mentioned, Colorado, give me that toeless bastard to uh, to cover against TCU, 20-and-a-half-point spread. And I'll take Penn State. My boys at Penn State. I will say they'll cover a 20 and a half point spread at home against West Virginia. Come out, Byron, make a statement. Drew Alar, 80 touchdowns. Book it. Easily. Easily 80. Um, I'll talk about some of some of the same games. So yeah, with that Miami, Florida versus uh Miami Ohio game, which is in Florida, like you said. Um, I mean it's 17 <laughs> points. It's under, yeah, under three touchdowns. Ben Roethlisberger did play at Miami of Ohio, but what that was 30 years ago, whenever that was. I don't know who their quarterback is now, but I'm sure he's not nearly as good as Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Ben gone back to get a master's. <laughs> Got one more year of eligibility. <laughs> um, <laughs> so taking uh, Miami, Florida. Um, so Iowa, Utah State, Iowa is favored by 24 and a half. You might look at that and be like, wait a minute. Did Iowa even score 24 and a half points all of last season? Yes, they did. I looked it up. Uh, they scored <laughs> quite a few more than that. Um, but Iowa defensive team, um, you know, some say maybe the best defensive team in college football this year. Um, I think this could be close to a shutout against Utah State. I believe I picked U- Utah State as my lowest point total. You can do that too um, at the bottom of the sheet. So I would have cover 24 and a half. They'll somehow manage to get uh, three touchdowns or actually four touchdowns to cover. And then uh, Michigan, East Carolina. I, I also like East Carolina in this game. Nice. And I guess kind of for a different reason. It's, it's a noon game. 
it's at Michigan. It's the opener. I mean, the crowd's probably not going to be, you know, fired up to be getting in the stadium to be, you know, for a noon game. They'll be out in the, you know, parking lot still drinking. At least if it was Penn State, that'd be the case. So I, I can see them, you know, catching Michigan sleeping a little bit in the first half, maybe keeping it, you know, within uh, seven to 10 points. Michigan will pull away, but 36 and a half points is a lot. And Michigan yeah. does not have a juggernaut offense. They can run the ball down your throat, but they're not going to put up points very quickly. Uh, let's see who else here. Ohio State, Indiana. What time is this game? This game is at 3.30. It's at Ohio State. Um, Ohio State, I don't think, has named a starting quarterback yet, but yeah. their receivers are freaking insane. Like every receiver is a five-star, so it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is. Just, they just have to be able to throw it up to him. Um, I, I don't think they cover, though. Ohio State seemingly always starts out kind of slow. And this is sort of a trap game. I think they win the game, obviously, but I think Indiana keeps it uh, closer than uh, than twenty nine and a half. That's what I actually and went then, back and forth on, dude. I, I, I yeah. right now I have Ohio State checked, but I initially had Indiana because I thought the same because Indiana actually had a pretty decent season last year too. So they did. I think they did. I can't remember. I think they um, did too, pretty sure. Sounds right. Illinois, Toledo. I'm going like through all the Big Ten games. Illinois also very good defense, um, good defensive line. Um, forget who their quarterback is, but I think they have, they have a transfer quarterback. If I'm remembering right, playing Toledo, they got to win by ten. Come on, they can do that. Uh, then Penn State, West Virginia. West Virginia is a shit show right now. Their entire secondary is transfers. Most of those transfers didn't even start, didn't even come in to West Virginia until like <laughs> the summer. So I, I think Penn State's just going to rip them apart. Penn State's defense is insane. It's sick. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Drew Alar is always cracked up to be, but could be a good year for the uh, the old Nittany Lions. Alar looked so good last year, man. And yeah, like you said, the defense, that's what I'm banking on. Even if Alar comes out slow, Penn State's still going to run the ball. The O-line is actually decent for once for Penn State. And the, the defensive line, I mean, we've got two, two of like the top 10 players, I think, in college defensive football right now. Maybe three from some yeah. early season reports. So, I mean, they're just going to eat the shit out of them. Yeah. Kalen King, probably a number one draft pick on mm-hmm. defense, uh, cornerback. But I did forget about something. We had a request uh, by a longtime supporter, Joe, won't say his last name, um, who wants us to address the Sean Clifford Green Bay situation where Sean Clifford is somehow the backup quarterback in Green Bay. How? How? He's fucking terrible. Sean Clifford is so terrible. Maybe because he can run. Are they thinking that they're going to build around, uh, was it Jordan Love, who can run a little bit? Yeah, Jordan Love can run a little bit, but Sean Clifford can't throw the ball. He's terrible. I mean, his, uh, his arm strength is not good. His accuracy is not good. He can run the ball. All right. Big body can run the ball a little bit, but I don't fucking get it. I don't know how he beat anybody out. I mean, I, I think, have- honestly, like, like they would say at Penn State, like he was the best, like in the film room and like also the best at like identifying defenses and like knowing like what to do. He was just bad at executing it on the field. Right. So maybe he's like a good backup quarterback to have there, like in the starting quarterback's ear, like, you know, saying what he's seen. Um, but if Jordan Love gets hurt, I mean, it's just going to be a disaster for Green Bay. No, 100%. Well, also, I got to think if Jordan Love is like Sean Clifford's what a six year collegiate quarterback coming in and he's trying to tell Jordan Love, like, hey, here's the tips. Jordan Love's going to be like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) 
I have talent. I've been in the NFL for three years, learning behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, well, shut the fuck up. What are you, talking, what are you gonna yeah, tell Sean me Clifford's pr- that I didn't learn probably older than Rodgers? Yeah, well, true. <laughs> he probably is. But I think the the main thing here <laughs> is that uh we're just one step closer to uh Sean Clifford being the Cleveland Browns starting quarterback and oh, Rico wait. um jumping off a bridge when that happens. If I recall, Sean Clifford is kind of gingery looking, right? Got some ginger. Oh, yeah, he's he's hundred percent ginger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then he has he will be the Browns starting quarterback because the Browns <laughs> love ginger QBs, as does the entire state of Ohio. By the way, the ginger QB ratio in Ohio is unprecedented. It's like eight out of the last ten have been gingers in in Ohio. Andy Dalton, obviously not in uh, Cincinnati. Dalton um, Baker, Baker Mayfield was he a ginger? I he was brown, but I thought had a little ginger. Then there was Brandon a little Whedon. Was, Brandon Whedon was ginger. Um, who else is in there? There, I'll tell you, it's like a shocking. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, not a ginger, I don't think. No, so, he's a blonde. He's I think, blonde. uh, you're uh, you're you're it was for a while. A I'm telling you, it was for until the most recent spate of quarterbacks, it was like ginger to ginger to ginger to ginger to ginger. The saying the ginger pipeline, I think, <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's going to end up in Cleveland because they like the way the orange looks with their hair, the orange uniforms. And that's our next podcast coming out, Ginger to Ginger, <laughs> where we dissect different industries and share how gingers are slowly taking over. <laughs> I mean, they're soulless bodies. Do you have any other games you want to pick? Well, obviously, yeah, wait on NFL until uh, next week. Although I think, yeah. they, what is it, the Thursday game? Maybe we'll try to do it Thursday oh. uh, at the same time next week. I think one one more game to talk about. I don't really care about the game that much, but Rutgers Northwestern, I'm picking Rutgers. But this whole situation is just ridiculous. Like what happened at Northwestern with yeah. uh, Fitzgerald being run out based off hearsay. Anonymous um, allegation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by a football Many player. Many people like players in the pro- program coming out defending him. The, his assistant coaches after he was let go were wearing like uh, his old football number like on their shirts. Um, but just it's another example of a rush to judgment. I mean, very similar yeah. to what happened to uh, Joe Paterno. Uh, just just disgrace well and of course sure. at a at an unbelievably woke university you know so anything mm-hmm. like that anything oh, oh he was it's abuse it, hazing they i guarantee you the administration probably hates football hates football culture because it's a call back to a, the brutal era you know and they view that football fans probably they probably hate their own fans so it's not surprising they're going to rush to judgment and and make this kind of stupid ass move when you've got you know the the leftist wank piles in there that have no qualms about doing it. So of course yeah. it's cancel culture. Horrible. Cancel culture. Yep. Rough time to be alive, but we're not getting canceled. Yeah. I'll tell you that much right now. Cause we're on rumble. And if you're Sorry. not watching on rumble, you should be. So go over to rumble. Amen. And also subscribe to the Lions Liberty network podcast. Come join us in the pride guys. Uh, Odie, do you want to be on the next secrets, lies and cover-ups? It's going to be on the sure. report from iron mountain. Look into it. Fascinating. I don't know what that is, but it sounds it's, fun. It's how the whole climate cult movement got started based upon a government decision from this report that said climate change is easily controlled. Uh, way to control the population. We just came up with a great way to do it called climate change. It came out of this report oh, from Iron Mountain. It's good stuff. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, good right. gambling. I wish you nothing but terrible luck. Um, are we doing a side bet with me, you, and Rico? Side bet on what? Just between um, who wins um, this? Yeah, who wins? Yeah. Who wins? We'll talk about uh, it. We'll talk about it offline and reveal in the uh, in the pride next week. All right, sounds good. Happy See gambling. You.
Why? The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. I'm the walls of gambling.